Blog Talk Radio. gave out on me, so kind of struggling right about now with that, but, you know, I'll get through it. How's everything else going? I know how that car thing could be, but I had the car that would just shut off when it felt like it, so I understand that. Well, right now, I got nothing. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it, car, that, no, nothing good with the car, and that's just brought everything else down as well. Yeah, man. You know, life is hard sometimes. You know that. Unfortunately, I do. Everything else seems to be be pretty good. We had a great show last week where we got to look back over the past year, and I got to poke fun at the Q-Man without personally attacking him. We replayed his in-rotation playlist where he sung... Keith Sweat's Nobody. We did our year interview last week. We looked at a lot of the um, the Wednesday, Wednesday Rewinds that we've done with Mike Bone. Also, it's a good show. I always love the chance to look back over what we've done because I think the year, the year goes by pretty fast when every Wednesday or every day of a certain week you have something to look forward to and something to do. So mm-hmm. I think Every time we get a chance to look back and see how much we've done over the course of um, 12 months, it's always exciting. And then people well, enjoy it. I, I got a lot of texts and emails from people that wanted to, you know, they want to do their own in-rotation playlist. And then I got another set of text messages from people with suggestions of who we should do on the Wednesday Rewind. So... Mm. Very, very exciting. Yes, this mm. is the sweetest sound hub. This is the sweet sound hub mojo. And she's out grabbing new talent and artists in Neil's whole world. Because we know that they're they're gearing up for a big 2014. So we're going to be bringing you guys a lot of interviews with new and interesting artists. Hopefully some of our favorites we can get back on the show, whether it's to do their in-rotation playlist or just to catch up with them and see how they're doing. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm, I think that's what we have to look forward to. Okay. So today is the third Wednesday of the month. And every third Wednesday, as you guys have become very familiar with here on the Neil Soul Show, we do the Wednesday Rewind, where the Chancellor of Soul, Mike Boone, comes on the line and talks with us a little bit about a classic soul artist and or group. So we ended 2013 with the Jackson 5, which I thought was a, a great pick and great way to go out with the Wednesday Rewind. Had a really, really good show. And we are starting the Wednesday Rewind in 2014, finally, with someone that I and my generation are very much aware of, even if we don't know his name. We are very much aware of all of his hit songs. And that yeah. is Bill Withers. So there are a lot of 25 to 30-year-olds right now. It's like, what? Who? The guy that sung... Ain't No Sunshine, Lean On Me, Use Me, songs that you know, that you've listened to, you know the words, you just had no idea that was his name. That's right. Bill Withers. And I had no idea that Bill Withers did my um, my favorite Will Smith rap song, Just the Two of Us. Yes, he did. <laughs> so, I will actually be a part of tonight's discussion on Bill Withers. As always, we will play music from the spotlighted artists. So uh, a number of the songs that I just mentioned will be played, especially the one that Bill is probably most known for, which is another favorite of mine. Might even play a little game, too, and see if we can name, name different movies that we've heard these songs in. Hmm. Well, you actually in the movie Lean On Me. Who was that? You were not... You stopped always acting like you was in some movie. Mitch, I was in the movie. What part were you in on Lean I, On Me? I was in groups when they marched the hall. Okay, listen. Um, everybody and their mother who was a teenager in the 80s could have been in that mob at City Hall. <laughs> you, are you saying you don't believe me? I am saying I do not believe that you are a part of the mob that wow. marched on City Hall to free Joe Clark. How long have you known me? <sighs> Without really telling people how old we are, a long time. <laughs> have I ever lied to you? No, you have not. Have you embellished the truth? No, you have not lied. So you're telling me that you were a part of the group that marched on City Hall to get Morgan Freeman free. You have my word. How How much did they pay you as an extra? $50 a day. How many days did it take to shoot that? Two days. I still $50 a day and three McDonald's. I still have my pay stub from it. $50 a day and free McDonald's to stand out there and say, free Mr. Clark. Right. Were you toward the front for any of the really good lines or were you like all the way in the back? Oh, uh, there is one quick part where I can point myself out. And what part is that? They're saying free Mr. Clark. I I'm serious. I'm, I'm being I you're gonna have to point this out to me. We're gonna have to, I need somebody right now if you're listening. Pull oh. lean on me up on your laptop or your cell phone. We need to find this scene that the Q man is claiming to be in. Hmm. So were you up there when, when, when Sam said, we don't want a new principal, we want Mr. Clark? Yes. Now, what happened was, when I was going, I was in a pre-college program at NJIT for four years. And part of it, they took us all on a bus overnight and took us out to shoot those scenes in Patterson. 
like I have the biggest I don't believe you smile on my face but like you've already said like you you rarely lie but I'm finding it really hard to believe this is the first time we're talking about this look you you have a sport we can call mother and he will tell you why is this the first time that we're talking about it? Why did we have to have Bill? Why do we have to be doing Bill Withers on the Wednesday Rewind for you to mention that you were an extra in one of the a very iconic classic films? Because it's not really a claim. I had a I was in a group scene in a movie. It wasn't a big deal. I mean, if I was going to make a claim to fame, it would be the the times that I played in the Harlem Pro League or play as a rucker or things like that. This isn't one of those Or when things. you was on that episode of um, Coco and Ice Thing. I was on that. I know you were. I was actually expecting you to mention that. So everyone can see that you're really the brains. You're really the brains of the operation. And think about it. I've never mentioned that I was on Ice Tea and Coco. You need to start yeah. mentioning it. It might enhance the brand. <laughs> Well, fine. I was in an episode briefly of Ice Tea and Coco. So we got Ice Tea and Coco, the, the one of the best scenes in Lean on Me. You were one of the crowd members chanting "Free Mr. Clark." Yes. Fifty dollars a day at Free McDonald's. Fifty dollars a day, Free McDonald's. Times have changed. You know they pay extra three hundred dollars now. Are you kidding me? Yes, they, I've been on a few casting calls. Like, they pay extra like three hundred to four hundred dollars a day. That's a lot. And you got fifty dollars to be <laughs> again in a very important scene in a movie. Movie, I got fifty dollars. Might have time changed. Tell me about it. Before we get into the rest of tonight's show we're waiting on the Chancellor of Soul to join us who you, who you got in the Super Bowl Q I think Seattle's gonna win it all it all so they're, they're not just gonna beat San Francisco they're gonna beat someone from the AFA first of all they're gonna crush San Francisco and I want everybody to hear me say that crush San Francisco Sunday. Okay. And then what they're going to do to either Peyton Manning or Tom Brady is not going to be cute at all. So it doesn't matter who wins the New England Denver game. They're just, they're just going to be served up to Seattle. They are. I mean, Peyton Manning, he's not a great playoff guy, so I see him holding the Tom Brady on Sunday, but even if he doesn't, it's not going to matter because it's too much defense coming out of Seattle. They're going to stop him. And you don't think that there's a possibility that a healthy San Francisco team, now with Michael Crabtree, can cause some fits for Seattle? No. No, not at all. I think Kaepernick going to be in trouble and running all day. Does, is it just me or does he remind you of an Arabian Drake? <laughs> I know that's a little insensitive, but I'm not a, um, a Colin Kaepernick fan. But he strikes me like he's just so emotional. That's why I, like he strikes me as a Drake type person. Like people tweet about him having bad games, and then he goes and interviews and takes shots at fans. Like, you're not that good. You, you never really were. Like, being better than Alex Smith is not a claim to fame. This is true. So, I personally think the Super Bowl is between New England and Denver. I don't think whoever wins the San Francisco-Seattle game is going to win the Super Bowl. Wow. But I'm hoping that San Francisco beat Seattle just so I can watch the 49ers lose in the Super Bowl again. <laughs> I think it would be poetic justice for um, Kaepernick, who I'm not a fan of. Frank Gore, who I think is a little, he's a little tasteless. 
is like two seasons in a row where they went to someone else's field and during the game when they realized they were winning, they, they taunted them. And Gore has been one of the lead people doing it. Like last year, it was in Atlanta doing a dirty bird in the end zone. And this year, they went to Carolina and were taunting Cam, Cam Newton at his, his Superman celebration. That was kind of messy. So I, feel, I think they're tasteless. I want them to beat Seattle so then they can go to the Super Bowl. There'll be no forearm kissing. There'll be no celebrating. And I can watch them just sadly lose again. I would love for the 49ers to become the Buffalo Bills of the 90s. <laughs> and I want Anquan Bolden to suffer. Because you said you were going to retire if you couldn't re-sign with Baltimore after winning the Super Bowl. Not only did you not retire, you went to the team that you beat for said Super Bowl. I would love for them to get there and he can lose and not have a catch. Yeah, he's into a big man. He is. But I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that, that stuff the way it went down. I personally think whoever wins the New England-Denver game is going to, one of my favorite um, hood terms, molly wop whoever comes out the NFC. I like hood terms. What's that one? Molly wop. I got to... We got to figure out how to use that one in a sentence. It's going to be hard for you because you're not a violent person. Yeah. But you have to say it in terms of causing, like, serious harm to someone. Like, that's worse than getting beat down. It's a molly wop. Oh, I got to use really that. really bad. Yeah, molly wop. Oh, I like that. I, I just thought of saying... Go ahead. I expect Denver to beat New England only because I still don't believe in New England's offense. Again, scoring said amount of points against the Colts, who gave up 44 to Alex Smith, is not a claim to fame. So, do it against Denver. I think Denver will win. I think Peyton will tap dance over whichever defense comes out of the NFC, and I'll be happy. Everything that I've wanted will have happened. One thing I don't want... And I want to say this on something that's being recorded. I do not want the people of New York, New Jersey, to do anything that will make the NFL frown upon us for having the Super Bowl here. Hmm. No fighting at Giant Stadium. No, no overly drunkenness. Don't cause problems on the subway. Let's try to do something about the traffic. Let's not cause a scene here. I Technically, I don't even think New York should be so excited about the Super Bowl being here because it's being played in New Jersey. And if we can keep calm, you can keep calm. Good point. So, that's my feelings on said Super Bowl. You excited about tonight, though? The, the Bill Withers and everything? Are there any? You always ask Boney this. Do you have a favorite song from tonight's Wednesday Rewind, Jeff? Of course I do. What is that song? That that ain't no shot opening song. That's my song, man. Can I tell you that because um, Mike's Mike's on the line. I'm getting ready. We're getting ready to bring the Chancellor Soul on. I just want to say this real quick. The Mighty Ox and I were getting ready to go to Vegas a few years back, and we decided to go karaoke oh. with friends before we left. And mm-hmm. so, <clears throat> me and my old boy and some of the other people we were there, we did um. The Jamie Foxx song, Blame It on Alcohol. You know, did something new, try to get some nerves out. Have no idea that the Mighty Ox is signed to the name on the karaoke sheet, right? Shout out to the homie T. Barry. He's going to be on the show next week. He'll be mad I'm telling the story. He gets the microphone. He'll be like, oh, what is he going to sing? Why does Bill Withers ain't no sunshine? Come on. And he hit every note, every word. I could not believe that this guy, this unassuming appearances make him not look like he's cool guy, is singing a Bill Withers classic. Wow. Absolutely amazing. Now you got something that you can hold against him. Well, there you go. Oh, I want to make sure I say um, shout out to the Valley Girl Keith that's listening. Say shout out to the Valley Girl Keisha T. Mitch. Shout out to the Valley Girl Keisha? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure that you said you said Keisha. Shout out to the Valley Girl Keisha. Wait, let me just 
Say, I say this like I'm excited. Shout out to the Valley Girl Keisha. Because hey, people are roast. People are roast. You know, they they like they they shout outs to be good. Like you can't just shout them out like you read it off a piece of paper. Like it has to come from a place with meaning. So, <laughs> without further ado, shout out to everybody else listening. So that way you all still have been shouted out. But Keisha's is still special. Her name. Shout out to everybody listening. As it says, third Wednesday of the month, first of 2014, we are live on the air from the old soul show. He's the Q man. I am T Mitch, and we are thankful and blessed again on another Wednesday rewind tonight, spotlighting Phil Withers to bring you all the Chancellor of Soul, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike Boone. Happy New Year, gentlemen. How are you? Hey, buddy. Happy How New Year. Going? Same to you both. How you been? Oh, we hanging in there, man. Good. Last last week, we uh, had the pleasure of putting together a compilation of about five or six of the Wednesday Rewinds we did in, in 2013. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool going back and, and listening to them and then playing the music and listening to the background that you gave. It's like we, we picked up a whole other set of fan base on that. Wow. We actually picked up, we got a lot of emails from people requesting that we do certain artists. Wow, okay. It's wonderful. That is great. Love to hear that. So that's how the year <laughs> started for us. That is wonderful. I'm so glad, you know. Oh, yeah, I want to say Happy New Year to all the listeners out there, too. That's what I meant to uh, put in when when I say Happy New Year to both of you. So, Happy New Year, listeners. Twenty fourteen. It seems like it's just turning 2013. Maybe that's because I'm getting old. (laughs) So, Q and I both agree. We're looking forward to tonight's Wednesday Rewind because this is probably the first time since we did, I want to say, I want to say Teddy Pendergrass, that we both equally are excited by the artist, know the artist, and know the artist's music. Wow. That is good. That's the way to start the New Year's off correctly. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. So and Q is, Q is excited. Go ahead, you. No, I can't wait to hear. I want to know if this guy is smooth as he appears to be. Is he what? I'm sorry? It was as smooth as he appears to be. Oh, Bill? Oh, of course. What you see is what you get, is what Flip Wilson used to say 40-something years ago. You know, whatever you saw as Bill, you know, he's Bill. You know, um, this is what I loved about him. He was one of those artists that was just himself. And he wasn't no, there was no put on with him. It was just straight, you know, to the point. His music was like that also. And that's what made me a fan of, of Bill Withers. And, you know, still am to this day. You know, I love, absolutely love his music. You know, his, his writings, you know, touch a point in people's lives. It's based on his life, but it touches everybody's lives. And, you know, his songs are inspirational songs. So this is why that the longevity of his music, you know, continues. You mm-hmm. know, after 43 years, you know, from 1971. And the fact that Ain't No Sunshine was the first record, 45, that I ever bought when I was a kid. Mm. With my own money. So that's what makes it even more special uh, for me. Yeah, that's good trivia for the future, right there. <laughs> that is a good one. Do you remember what your first forty-five was? Uh, no, I can't remember. Good. Yeah, I was. I wasn't expecting you to. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah for that to be the for that to be the first one, like not not too many artists can come out the gate with a song like that 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 stands the the test of time like that. Like to, to name the weather and know that you know Sunshine's gonna be one of the two or three songs that everybody's gonna name mm-hmm. that they know. For that to be your first song is a big deal. I was reading a little 
about Bill for tonight's show. And one thing that I noticed about Bill that I definitely wanted to talk about tonight was unlike a lot of artists, or at least maybe unsaid about a lot of artists, was mm-hmm. that he didn't give up his day job when he was making music. No, not at all. And he was working in the aircraft at the time, you know, um, putting in toilets in the airplanes. What? You know, that was wow. his, that was his, As a matter of fact, if you look at the, his first album, Just As I Am, he's in the factory. That's where he worked at. And he's got the hat on and, and he's got his um, lunchbox. Yeah, that's when he took pictures at, right there. And because the music is like a fickle business, you know, it's not promising you know, so he had a good job. You know, he had a good paying job. So, you know, but his dream was music. Like everybody, you know, have a dream. And his dream was music. So he said, well, let me keep my day job just in case this doesn't work out. I have something to fall back on. And that's why he kept his day job, you know. But he, I guess he had no idea how far it was going to go, you know, that, you know, God, this was his calling, you know. So, um but yeah, yeah, he um, he definitely kept his day job until after Ain't No Sunshine uh, went gold, sold million, sold a million, and he won a Grammy for it, you know. And so it was just one of those. What I loved about it is just it's a simple song. It's, yeah. You know, it's very short, but it's a simple song. Like you said earlier, it's something that everybody knows, and can. It's like a great sing along song, and. Um, you can't beat it. I mean, he's had so many, you know, um, sort of straightforward songs about his life. It's just that, you know, everybody can relate. Right. You know, Grandma's Hands, he talks about his grandmother. That's the one that practically raised him was his grandmother. And Lean On Me basically was a song about everybody, you know, where he lived in Slap Fork, Virginia, which was a coal mine place. It wasn't much that everybody had. They had each other. So all they could depend on was each other. Just lean on me and I would just, you know, I'll be there. You know, just call on me. And it was a flip side that he did of Ain't No Sunshine's My Favorite called Harlem. Where he talks about, you know, my home, where I'm from, in New York, Harlem. So, you know, um, and then also Bill got started at 33 years old. He got started very late in the music business. You know, he was already 33 when he got started. So, you know, he, um, yeah, he's just one of those fortunate uh, brothers <laughs> now, that just made it. Why did he start so late? Um, You know, I guess, well, you know, he was in the Navy, you know, and it uh-huh. took a while. You know, he had a job at the, you know, it was just something that he just, it was like by mm. chance type thing. Okay. You know, by chance. Mm-hmm. You know, if I make it, I make it. If I don't, I got a job to lay back on. No, so he just took I a chance. That. Huh? I'm sorry. I hear that. No, I said I hear that. That makes sense. Yeah, he just, you know, basically just took a chance and said, ah, oh, what the heck. Let me just go. Mm-hmm. But before he, you know, he was discovered basically by... Clarence Armon and Booger T. Jones. Booger T. Jones is, of course, is from Booger T. and the MGs, you know, uh, the group that gave you green onions in the 60s. <clears throat> you know, he just moved out to California and um, started his life there because he had just left Stack Rec- Stacks Records. <coughs> Excuse me. And he um, went out there to venture in the music business. So when he discovered Bill Withers, and Clarence Anva, who started Successive Records, hired him. He wanted songs, you know, his own pen songs to, you know, record. Mm-hmm. And Ain't No Sunshine basically is, on, is a true story about him living with this young girl. And that's why, you know, in, in, in the lyrics it says, I better leave the young thing alone because Ain't No Sunshine since she's gone. You know, it was a young girl that he was in love with, you know, and um, they couldn't make it. So yeah, I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I can relate to that. I think everybody could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think mean, everybody could. If that's male, rather, you know, or if, if vice versa, you know. 
<laughs> but like I said, Bill writes songs that's that's based on truth. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, Bill was just Bill, and it's the second album, still Bill. That's what he says. I'm still Bill. I'm still me. Accept me as I am. You know. And the first album, of course, is called Just As I Am. Mm-hmm. Just As I Am is just me. You know, take me as I am. Take my songs as is. And, you know, both albums, well, most of his albums are masterpieces anyway. But I recommend the first two albums, Just As I Am and Still Bill. Those are the complete masterpieces. You know, complete masterpieces. As, as well as Wine Light with him as collaboration with Grover Washington with just the two of us. And um, he has another one. He had uh, Bill Withers live at, at the Carnegie Hall, what he did in 72. And, you know, so, I, you know, he, he he's just Bill. And that's what I love about him. He's just himself. Right. So the part of the show that Hugh probably likes the least because he doesn't get to pick Chancellor's brain for about five to ten minutes. <laughs> if we're going to get into some of the music. From tonight's uh, Wednesday Rewind Artist, again with Spotlight Bill Withers on tonight's show. I'm going to play three songs very quickly. Get the mojo flowing. We can get into the mood and the sound. And for some of you youngsters, you can figure out who Bill Withers is. And for those of you who already know who Bill Withers is, help me and shout out to Ty Lee in the chat room. Go on YouTube, get on your cell phone, and see if Q-Man really is in the movie Lean On Me, uh, mm-hmm. in the crowd chanting free Mr. Park. So, <laughs> going to play some music, going to play Ain't No Sunshine, Lean On Me, and Use Me from tonight's spotlighted artist, Bill Withers, and Neil Soul Show. We'll be right back. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone It's not warm when she's away Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime she goes away Wonder this time where she's gone Wonder if she's gonna stay Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And this house just ain't no home Anytime she goes away And I know, I know darkness every day Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And this house just ain't no home Anytime she goes away
with Keanu Reeves that last song played. Use Me was in that one? Yes. Okay. I, I, I was going to go with another football movie, Any Given Sunday. Mm. Use Me was used in, in that movie as well. Because <laughs> we know Lean On Me is from what was used um, for the soundtrack with the movie well again that ladies and gentlemen the Q-Man is claiming that he was a part of the crowd chanting free Mr. Clark what would you in this claim in the movie. You, you hear this you hear this Mike the Q-Man <laughs> is saying that he was in the crowd chanting free Mr. Clark and lean on me oh wow toward the um, next yes. to the last part of the movie yes, yes. yeah yes. oh wow hmm See, Mitch doesn't believe me, and I'm like, of all the things for me to fabricate, come on. <laughs> I'm saying, but it's something so easily... I have an uncle that till this day tells me that he is one of the dancers from the Remember the Time video. It's hard. <laughs> oh, wow. In point, if you were actually one of those people or not. And there were so many people in the crowd at City Hall in that scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. saying, but... <laughs> Shout out to all of the listeners that um that text me. Um, that's my jam. Oh, I didn't know Bill Weathers sung that. Just 
just confirming what I said to Q earlier. It's like a lot of people know the music and maybe just didn't know the name. Mm. I tell you what, Mitch. Wow. So, you usually would never send you there, but this is how you know it's true. There is a family member you have that can validate that. How about that? I have a family member that can validate you were in Lean On Me. Yes. I will speak to said family member. I'm not going to hold the show up any longer. Good. So, Mr. Withers, we we didn't even play my favorite um, Bill Withers song. They came a little bit later in the career. Mike, did Bill do anything? A lot of the other artists that we um, we spotlighted on the show, they um, they had writing credit and produced production credit um, outside, like they worked with other artists. Um, did Bill work with other artists during his own career? Uh, yeah, he did, you know, because each time he was with, with uh, two labels, he was with Sussex, you know, and then in 74 he was having trouble, management trouble with the label, you know, as far as contracts and things. He just started working, you know, with other, like Gladys Knight, you know, and people like that at the time. Uh, James Brown, I mean, different ones. He 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 just, you know, he would add his two cents right, you know, as far as writing credits and things like that. People have recorded this. And then the thing about it, you know, people have recorded this music while he was, you know, recording. You know, mm-hmm. it was a group called Creative Source that made a song, Who Is He and What Is He to You? Which was used by LL Cool J, you know, um, oh man, what was that, 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 when it came out in the 90s, a Phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And that was used, you know, LL had sampled creative sources, Who's He, What Is He to You, which was written by Bill Withers. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, you know, other people have recorded his music. Michael Jackson recorded Ain't No Sunshine, and it was a big hit in the UK. Which is on his "Got to Be There" album, um, <clears throat> you know. Um, golly, I mean, quite a few people recorded Bill, his uh, music and so forth, you know. But uh, Gladys Knight, um, yeah, he's worked with some other artists, you know. Besides Gladys, and I'm trying to think of some other ones. BB King, different ones. So yeah, he has written, you know, composed music for other artists. And I did want to mention his musicians, which was out of this world to me. Um, I love the drumming on uh, Use Me. You know, he goes, oh, just keep on using me, and you hear the drums. He had recruited a group called uh, the Watts Hunt Third Street Band from uh, Compton, California, which Mm -hmm. was the group that did Express Yourself with Charles Wright. I don't know if you guys remember that song, but it was in the commercials and so. Uh, Express Yourself. You know, and um, that was that group he recruited, and James Gasson was the drummer uh, for Bill on those recordings. So I thought it was just important to just mention, you know, the group that Bill had worked with, mm-hmm. and you know how great they are, you know. So yeah, just wanted to throw that in. Also, Grandma's hands was sampled, you know, by uh, Backstreet. Uh, yeah, um, no diggity. Uh, do you, do you part, know that song? Yes. And the, the part where it goes, mm-hmm, that part, mm-hmm. and the beginning of Grandma's hand is Bill. So what they did was they just speeded up his voice, mm-hmm, you know, like that, and it is, you know, did the rap part. So Bill is sampled in no diggity. Grandma's hand. Well, is sampled well, in no look at look at that. Wow! I, I, I see some of the youngsters in, in the chat room already typing. <laughs> no diggity wow. was their song. That was a great song by Backstreet. Yeah, I love that song. And of course, "Lean on Me," you know, was recorded by Club Nouveau. You know, in the late '80s, which was a good, which was a great party record, and not only used in, as a movie, but it was also a hit for them as well. Which was a big party record, you know. So, um, yeah, Bill's longevity. I mean, really, Bill doesn't have to do anything, <laughs> you know, because his um, his catalog continues to grow. 
continues to grow. Come on, Q. You've been, you've been, you've been, you you ask every week. Come on, ask the question. <laughs> Which one of his songs Ice Boone's favorite? Oh God, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're my children. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, I, I mean, everyone that you played was my favorite, basically. Um, I like them all. You know, it's hard. It's really hard for me to choose one song that I would play by Bill Withers because there's so many. You know, uh, Ain't No Sunshine, and of course, uh, Use Me, Lean On Me, of course. And I love his B sides too, like Harlem. He did one called Better Off Dead where he talks about he was an alcoholic where he just, you know, used all his money. He was married and, and, and um, you know, and his wife left him, took the children, and he kills himself. And you hear a gunshot at the end of the song, you know. Um, just the two of us, Masterpiece from 19, Spring 1981 with Grover Washington's collaboration with him. Oh man, uh, make uh, make love to your mind. You know that was another one he did when he changed labels when he went to Columbia. So it's so many. I have so many. You know favorites, and then LP cuts I love too. You know, so. and I mentioned one earlier. What who is he and what is he to you? So yeah, I don't have. I, I they're all my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Q? Before before we jump into one of, one of, one of said favorites? No, I'll go right there. <laughs> I said this earlier too, Mike. Before we were on the show, for a lot of people in my generation, you're mm-hmm. gonna know this song. Right. You're just used to hearing Will Smith rapping over it. You might not know that Bill right. Withers did the original. So, right. With with that said, we are going to play the last two songs of tonight, then we're going to come back, get a little bit more on Mr. Withers, and then close the show out with the Chancellor of Soul. We're going to play just the two of us. I'm not even going to say the name of the other song. You're going to know it as soon as it starts playing in the old Soul Show. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
know that and what did you think um well i figured it was going to be a settlement anyway you know because the fact that robin thick had sued the family before <laughs> which has never been done in the history of uh recording he did it uh, yeah he had sued he had you know put an injunction in you know before so just in case knowing that he used marvin's music in blurred lines you know got to give it up he um, put that in. So 
I had a feeling it was going to be a settlement because the first time I heard that record, it was Got to Give It Up. I just called it Got to Give It Up Part 2. You know, not to offend anybody or the listeners who love that song. You know, I, I think it's, it's, it's a cool song, but I just, you know, it's just, you know, it's a reference to Got to Give It Up. So I figured it was going to be a settlement. You know, they had to because it's Marvin's music. It's Marvin's music, and he's used other music, other other Marvin's music on his CDs. If I'm, you know, so yeah, it has it, it had to be a settlement. Okay. Okay. Just wanted you guys' opinion on that. Well, you didn't get mine yet. Go for it, T-Mitch. I'm surprised that you would even imply that I would not know something was going on in the music world that involved Marvin Gaye. That I would not know that that happened. I'm not surprised in the least bit. If I'm, if I'm surprised by anything, I'm surprised it drew out this long. I'm, I'm, I'm very surprised that the, that the initial lawsuits were dismissed and that it even got to this point where, if I'm not mistaken, there was a point where, like, like Mike just said, that the gays had an injunction in, and then Robin Thicke and the label came back and had a counter injunction. I, like, I couldn't even believe it got to that point mm-hmm. because it was it was it was too clear that the song clearly sampled. Like as far as I'm concerned, as far as sampling and people not giving credit, this is mm-hmm. almost like Vanilla Ice saying, "No, I did not use that music. I added a drama." <laughs> like mm. yes you did it's very clear you sampled this song it's a big enough hit like let's just stop you tarnishing the song your image and you're trying to get over on an icon not even just a classic artist but an icon of his generation it was ridiculous I'm glad that it's over if the song is still going to get played I'm still going to jump up and lose my mind when the song comes on I'm just glad now that all of the negative associated with it is no longer associated with it. Hmm. Well put, Steve Rich. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and that's how you start the year, see? You got you got expert analysis from the Chancellor and then, you know, I the did. brains behind the Neil Soul show. You got to talk about Bill Withers and play some great, great music. And just again, so that the chancellor doesn't think that, you know, we just say this stuff when he's on air and they're actually, like, the Wednesday Rewind really has a ripple effect on the show. Next week, we are having our second listeners in rotation playlist. It's being brought to us by the Mighty Ox. He has Bill Withers' music on his in rotation playlist. Oh, how about that? So there is a ripple effect that youngsters are doing neo-soul and soul in rotation playlists and are probably adding artists that they would not have added if we were not doing this show. Well, I agree, but he still looks like this thought being Uptown Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) So this should be a good one next week. Again, shout out to all of the, the listeners and Big shout out to the Chancellor. So this is a great way to bring in 2014 with a Wednesday rewind. I'm just gonna play the rest of the music as soon as we get off the air. I'm, I'm just gonna put the music back on it and get, finish the dance that I was doing in the background. Thank <laughs> you. This is where you normally there. You go. We, we appreciate you hanging out with us again, Boomy. You're the best, man. Oh, so it's always a pleasure, man. It's wonderful to start the year off at 2014, you know, once again. And, uh, you know, future shows coming up for the year. We'll present some great artists, you know. We have it. And learning facts, you know. So it's always a pleasure hanging out with you guys, definitely, and to the listeners as well. Well, here you have it. For Booney, for T-Mitch, myself, X2L, we will be back Next week, and we will try to do better. The Mighty Ox will have big shoes to fill as he will try to top my in-rotation playlist. So until then, make sure you guys stay out of trouble, and we're out of here. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.